Monet, make money and the place to be. No matter if you low po, friend or foe. Thanks for tuning in. I'm a French vanilla queen from the south side of the shy. Yeah, them guns got red beans, but that fool's be fire. And we lacing up our Jordans, praying we can fly when we crossing over bullets, trying to stay alive. There's no books to this life, but the stories are great. Grab a lesson, get a laugh, learn from all my mistakes. I'll never fold ten toes, they discontinue my mate. No time for these clowns, I got money to make. Could have been with anyone, but you're here with me. Monet, make money and the place to be. No matter if you low po, friend or foe. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Monet McMoney Show, everyone. How many people out there believe in karma? I know I do. Both my hands are raised right now. I don't want bad karma coming to attack me. So even when people lie on me and treat me less than a human being, I never return negativity with negativity. Instead, I lead with love and I let God fight my battles. There's a popular saying about karma and it goes something like this. When people do you wrong, there's no need for revenge. Just sit back and wait. Those who hurt you will eventually screw up themselves. And if you're lucky, God will let you watch. And if you're extremely fortunate, he'll let you deliver the message. I must say, I'm extremely fortunate because I was a deliverer of the message of karma to a man who thought the joke was on me. But in all actuality, I was playing Uno with his ass and hit him with a reverse. Picture it. Atlanta, 2004. The South is known for historically black colleges and universities, otherwise known as HBCUs. And they were established prior to 1964 with the intention of offering accredited, high-quality education to African-American students across the states. When I came to the South from the Midwest, I made friends, and the majority of them went to HBCUs. They introduced me to homecoming. And when I tell you homecoming weekend is a party, like none other that would be an understatement my favorite part of homecoming was the stepping shows boy do i like to see some fine men step and show they rhythm my favorite steppers were the omega sci-fi which a lot of you may know as q dogs and also the alpha kappa alphas which are known more so as the kappas now at these parties the men are in Mac mode. I got a couple of numbers from the Q-Dogs, and I also got a couple of numbers from the Kappas. But once I allowed those men to take me on dates, I realized I preferred the Kappas over the Q-Dogs. Only because the Q-Dogs seem to be a little bit of rough around the edges. They bark like dogs, roof, roof. And they seem to act like dogs in a major type of way. The Kappas, the ones who come out with the red and white canes real smooth, they were more gentleman-like. And it's nothing more than I like than an educated black man that's a gentleman but hey you can't let the smooth taste fool you baby because although this particular kappa that i was dating was everything in my head he wasn't nothing but a dog disguised as a gentleman me and this kappa was enjoying each other's company he was well established as a man he worked at a pharmaceutical company he also owned real estate he had a couple of porsche trucks he had a loft downtown Atlanta, and he treated me real nice. We would go out to functions together. We would go out on wonderful dates together. And yes, 
we were having sex. Now I have a rule. I always say penis equals babies and diseases. And I don't want neither one of those. So I make sure that I use condoms every time I have sex. No excuses. And sometimes I use birth control and condoms at the same time just to make sure that that 99.9% is 100%. So we were dating for about seven months. I'm spending the night at his house and he's leaving me at his crib alone while he goes to work. I'm getting emotionally connected. I'm thinking he's emotionally connected and my period is late. At this time in my life, I was hanging with some riffraff and one particular riffraff I was hanging with was a booster. And this riffraff was dating his best friend who was also a kappa. So she was over to my house for dinner and I was telling her that my period was late. I didn't want to raise any false alarms because I'm not the type of girl that's going to announce I'm pregnant when I wasn't really sure. So her suggestion was let's go to the store and get an early pregnancy test and have a clear answer on what's going on and why my period is late. And being that I was with the neighborhood booster, we wasn't going to pay for the pregnancy test. So we go to the store and we see a six pack of pregnancy tests. I block her as she opens the box of the pregnancy test and puts them in her purse. She also took the instructions to the pregnancy test and we headed out of the store. We get back to my house. I take the pregnancy test. And Lord, when I tell you two stripes came back, I almost lost my mind, honey. I wasn't interested in having no kids, and I don't believe in abortion. So I always made a bond with myself that if I ever got pregnant, my life was going to stop totally, and I was going to dedicate myself 100% to the child. And I was in my early 20s, honey. I was just starting to enjoy life. I had just got from under the strict hand of my father. I had just got out of the army i was trying to throw discipline out the window i was just trying to live a normal life of a young 20 year old you know figure out my moves figure out what i want to do figure out life i wasn't ready to be pregnant when the two lines came back on the pregnancy test i cried and i thought to myself this can't be real this can't be true it's no way the condom busted i can't be pregnant the neighborhood booster she said hey mo hey we got five more pregnancy tests why don't you take another one this one right here could be faulty i agreed with her and i went in the bathroom and i took another pregnancy test and it came back with two lines being that she was dating his best friend and I was in no condition to call him myself and let him know what was going on. She volunteered to call his best friend so the best friend could deliver the news. She calls the best friend and she says, hey, best friend, Monet over here deliriously crying. And he was like, why, what's up? And she was like, honey, she just found out that she was pregnant with your best friend's baby. He was like, what? She was like, yeah, boo, she not really handling it too good i think it's best if they meet up she trying to meet him at the loft can you make that happen he was like yeah y'all meet us at the loft in an hour she hung up the phone she was like hey mo i went ahead and set up the meeting so you could tell him to his face what's going on honey i was all in types of tears sobbing red in the face i can't believe that this early in my life i'ma be a mother i couldn't believe it so i decided to take another pregnancy test and it came back with two lines 
I knew the whole package couldn't be faulty. And then the neighborhood booster said, hey, Mo, look, I'm going to take this pregnancy test with you just for support. To have a little bit of support from a homegirl, that's all I needed. I was like, okay, homegirl, come in here and you take one and I'm going to take one. And I was hoping that hers was going to come back positive too so she can go down this road with me. And guess what? We took two more pregnancy tests and both them suckers came back positive. Now, both of us looking at each other like we crazy. We both in disbelief now she's sitting up here like oh my god girl now i gotta tell his best friend and i'm pregnant too but the next thing that came out her mouth was girl well at least they educated and paid we ain't gonna want and need for nothing and i was hearing what she was saying but i ain't never been that type of girl i've never been a gold digger but the riffraff i was hanging with she had no problem with being a gold digger so we in the crib and we both crying together and hugging each other and we got probably like 30 minutes before it's time for us to make this meeting at the downtown loft. I needed some family support. I decided to call my auntie, the one from the streets, the one who got more game than game itself and told her, auntie, oh my God, I'm pregnant, girl. She was like, pregnant? What you mean you pregnant? What the hell? You out here having unprotected sex? Is you stupid? You gonna mess around and kill yourself over some penis? And I was like, nah, auntie. See, clearly the condom busted because I didn't took five pregnancy tests and they all came back positive. She was like, well, girl, look, I got your back. If you ready to have a baby, if you need to know how to get through a pregnancy, I got your back. If you want to have an adoption situation, I got your back. I was like, auntie, my mind is just so discombobulated and all over the place. I don't know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to handle this, but I know I'm not going to give my baby up to a family. I'm just going to have to hustle and take care of this baby and provide the baby with the best life I can and she was like Mo I got your back whatever you want to do so I hung up the phone from my auntie and I looked at the neighborhood booster and I said hey neighborhood booster something just don't feel right about this pull out the directions out of your purse that you boosted and let's read through it and make sure that these two lines mean we pregnant because it just may mean that we not pregnant so she pulled the directions out of her purse and I started to read them come to find out I was not taking a pregnancy test we messed around and boosted fertility tests y'all and we only had 20 minutes before we had to meet my future baby daddy and her future baby daddy at the loft so we went back to the store and this time we found the box which was actually a pregnancy test and it had two pregnancy tests in it i guarded her made sure couldn't nobody see her in the aisle she took the test out of the box with the directions and put them in her purse and we headed out the door we got back to my crib we both took the pregnancy test and eureka honey they came back negative now my mind is going in circles i'm like damn she didn't call his best friend and told him I was pregnant and I'm pretty sure that the best friend then told the kappa dude that I'm pregnant and they waiting to meet us at this loft how am I gonna handle this I'm a dramatic type of person I put on my academy award winning acting face and I said I'ma let this man know I'm pregnant and I just want to see his reaction I'm not gonna try to get no money out of him or nothing I was in love with this dude I saw myself having a future with this man and I wanted to know if if he really deep down felt the same and we drove downtown to the loft while we was riding in the car we was talking about how we was gonna handle the situation and I was like yo neighborhood booster I just want you to follow my lead whatever I do you just act off of me don't do too much but let's keep the story going she was like all right Mo as we pull up to the loft I 
chose to set the scene and play Tupac's Keep Your Head Up. So I started crying, and the two guys met us on the rooftop in the parking area. The homeboy and the neighborhood booster, they stayed outside while we handled our business. I go inside the loft, I got tears in my eyes, I got my Academy Award winning acting face on, and I look him in his eyes, and I'm like, Kappa, I can't believe this. I'm pregnant, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. And he looked at me, and he said, I don't know what you gonna do either. And I reacted like the dog in the cartoon. Huh? And he was like, yeah, me and my ex, the model that I was dating before you, we had broke up right before I got with you and you was the rebound. And I told myself, if she ever wanted me back, it was gonna be more like checks and balances because we fit well together. We mesh perfectly. And she got a son of her own. It's it's not mine, but I got a relationship with him. She gave me a call not too long before the neighborhood booster called my best friend and she told me that she wanted to get back together with me. And I was gonna break it to you the next time I seen you, but unfortunately, I gotta break it to you under these circumstances. And when I tell you my heart dropped to my stomach, cause in my head I'm thinking, if I was really pregnant right now, this Negro was breaking up with me during me announcing to him that I was carrying his seed in order to be with a woman who broke up with him and take care of a child that's not even his child over his seed that's in my stomach. Oh, I was hurt so bad, but more so I was disappointed in myself for putting myself in a situation with a man who acted like he cared for me, but in all actuality, he was using me for my juicy cookie and enjoying every moment of it and playing like he had feelings for me. He was just a undercover dog. I put the waterworks on, honey, and I acted like I was in a primetime soap opera. I was like, I can't believe you. you you gonna do this to me? What if we was gonna have a boy? I was gonna name him Devin. Now mind you, it was a dude in Chicago that I was dating named Devin right before I left Chicago and we were still talking periodically on the phone and that's the first name that came to mind in my dramatic performance. I had to just keep it going. And he was looking distraught in the face like, oh my God, I can't believe that she's crying like this and she's this emotional. And then I was just like, that's okay. What we had is over and you go ahead and you go back with that woman who dumped you. And you go ahead and you take care of that seed that's not yours. I'm gonna have an abortion. I already called my auntie. She said she gonna take me to the doctor and he gonna suck your seed up out of me. I cannot believe you right now. I can't believe you finna put me through this mental anguish and put my body through this. What type of man are you? You supposed to be a good-hearted, educated man who had my back. You was just using me for my cookies. And then he fixed his lips to say, I can go with you to the abortion clinic. I can give you the three, $400 that you need for the abortion. I said, boy, look, I don't need your money. I ain't never asked you for nothing. And I'm not gonna start today. I will take care of myself. My family will take care of me. And you go have fun with the heifer who dumped you in the first place. And I walked out of his loft and slammed the door. 
I didn't communicate with him no more. I act like I went to the clinic and had an abortion. Never called him again. Never spoke to him again. So a year and a half passed. I was over my cousin's house. She had gotten to it with one of her homegirls. She fought the girl and stole her purse. The girl had all type of yeast infection medicine in her purse. And she had prescriptions all in her purse. And one of the prescriptions was for herpes. Now this is when Facebook had just came out. I decided to try to find my ex Kappa dude on the Facebook. I go on his Facebook page and I see him hugged up with my cousin's ex homegirl that she beat up and stole her purse. I ain't lying to you. If I'm lying, I'm flying and I ain't sprouted no wings. Now, honey, when I tell you, I knew that the girl's cookie was all types of infected with infestations. Now, I see him on the Facebook all hugged up with her. He got all type of quotes underneath the pictures as if this is his girl. He in love. I'm looking at this Facebook page and I'm like, okay, so he's with the girl that got the yeast infection and the herpes and I know that she's a run through and I know that he likes to get down how he lived. Kappas are known for being freaky. Although he was the only Kappa I messed with, or he lick you from the rooter to the tutor. He, he did some things, okay? I know that if she got the herpes and the yeast infection and whatever else that may be in baiting up in there he got it in his mouth in his tonsils and it's traveling down in his lungs okay i thought the best thing i could do as his previous almost baby mama is deliver the news to him and that's what i did not only was he working in the medical field and had real estate he also was a part-time dj that was like his passion he used to dj at this club in Atlanta that was like for 30 and older. I had to create a Facebook account. And of course, when I reached back out to him, he thought that he was about to go back in player mode and hit again. But no, no, sir. I got something else for you. And I told him like, hey, Kappa, I got some real important news that you need to hear about. And I can't tell you the news on this messenger. It would behoove you to meet me at the club if you still DJing so I could tell you to your face this is real important life or death type of stuff so he was like well meet me at the club you know the time i'm gonna be there just meet me there tomorrow so i was like all right cool now i had told my cousin what was going on and she was shaking her head like girl you crazy as hell and i was like i just think this is the right way to do it i just want to see the expression on his face when i tell him what he needs to hear hopefully the facial expression he gets and the feeling in his heart he gets is similar to how he made me feel and how he made me look I got cute and I drove to the club he ain't seen me in so long that it was a look of joy on his face when I walked in the building I walked up to the DJ booth and I told him to come in for a second so he went ahead and he had the record going that he could let play for a little bit and I pulled him to the side and I said look I was checking out your Facebook page and I see you messing around with this girl and I pulled up the picture on my phone I said well look I just want you to know that my cousin had an altercation with her and we have her purse at the crib right now and she's on various prescriptions and I pulled out the prescriptions 
and I showed him what they are. Now he's in the pharmaceutical business. He know what these prescriptions are for. And I was like, yeah, man, she got a yeast infection and she got herpes. And I know how you get down. I know how you like to use your mouth from the rooter to the tutor. And I know that if a chick let you, you gonna go on in there and raw dog. Cause that's the type of freak you are. So I just wanted you to know that you may want to get yourself checked out because she definitely is infested with the infestations. So you need to go on ahead and make sure that you get yourself cleared up, buddy. Cause I don't want them checks and balances not to balance and you be overdrafted. You know what I'm saying? And he looked at me with a lost look in his eye as if his heart just dropped to his toes. And I was like, yeah, you probably need to go ahead and finish DJing, buddy. And I walked out the DJ booth, grabbed me a drink at the bar, drank it, looked up at him, smiled as he was looking like a lost puppy and walked out of the club. I got in the car and drove off. And when I tell you I was happy as a sissy in a penitentiary with a bag of penises, that would be an understatement, honey. Now, as time went on, I became a little bit wiser. And I've learned that when things happen to your enemies or when things happen to people who do you wrong, you're not supposed to be happy. You're not supposed to rejoice. So, I do ask for forgiveness on my immature actions on rejoicing over somebody's pain. And I hope he's cleared up in all his infestations and I hope he's doing good in his life. And please remember. I got a big mouth, can't help it. I talk from my heart, I'm real. I go down paths that haven't been traveled before and I usually mess up, but I learn. I come back stronger, you know, I'm not talking ignorant. So I obviously put thought into what I do. Every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. I'm not saying I'm gonna rule the world or I'm gonna change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the brain that will change the world. Let's not be selfish and because we're not gonna change the world, let's not talk about how we should change it. I don't know how to change it, but I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here, somebody gonna clean it up. Thanks for tuning in to the Monet McMoney Show, everyone. Hey, if you find yourself in a situation where you're pregnant with no support and nowhere to turn, and you are in desperate need of a listening ear, or if you're just in need of information on adoption or resources to help you have the healthiest pregnancy possible, I suggest that you call the American Pregnancy Association at 1-800-672-2296. Nurses and pregnancy educators are standing by live to provide resources and information to you. So never ever feel like you're alone because they got your back like chiroprac. If you have a story about almost being pregnant and still acting like you pregnant or you just want to comment on my show, please email me at monetmcmoney at gmail.com and follow Follow me on all social media platforms at Monet McMoney. And if you want to show me a little love, hey, you can always do that on my cash app at Monet McMoney. And until we meet again, everyone, faith, hope, and love. But the biggest side of these three is love. I'll holla at y'all later.